Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Raven Force for Scalzo, your host for the Tiny Vampires podcast. I designed this podcast to provide you both with general information about disease-carrying arthropods and the most up-to-date research. The topics I'll be covering are things like West Nile virus, Zika virus, uh, Lyme disease, and dengue. For this episode, I'd like to tell you a little bit about me, what the show is going to be like, my podcast philosophy, and some basic information just to get the ball rolling. A little about my background first. I'm a second-year PhD student in neurophysiology and behavior at the University of Notre Dame. I joined the United States Air Force out of high school. I was honorably discharged four years later. After that, I attended Eastern Washington University, where I earned my degree with honors. Uh, my degree is in general biology with a focus in vector ecology. A lot of people are fascinated by somewhat morbid things like crime and disease. Just look at the number of shows on Netflix on these topics and you'll see what I mean. This fascination in me uh, turned into a general interest in disease and disease prevention. After my bachelor's degree, I went straight into a PhD program here at Notre Dame where uh, they have a long history of vector research. I've done work with kissing bugs, ticks, and mosquitoes in the past. What I'm working on right now is producing a new mosquito trapping system. By studying the mosquito's sense of smell, we can develop a new, more effective trapping system. And these could possibly be used in your own backyard someday. My research is funded by the National Science Foundation Graduate Research Fellowship Program. That means that my work is basically funded by you, if you're a U.S. taxpayer. Many of the scientific investigations that we'll be diving into in this podcast are also funded by taxpayers through organizations like the NIH, or National Institute of Health, the CDC, or Center for Disease Control and Prevention, and of course the National Science Foundation, or NSF. All of these organizations are paid by your tax dollars, and they're your money at work, really. Because I'm being funded by the public, I feel I owe all of my training to you. I decided to make this podcast for that reason. Also, I find the topic infinitely fascinating. 
My podcast creed is that I should provide you guys with interesting, accurate, and applicable information. In line with this, this podcast will include three segments. First, I will select the topic that the podcast is going to be about for that week. Uh, This is provided by you guys, the listeners. This topic will be referred to as the question of the day. This is the question that the whole episode will be focused on. The question will either be mailed in to me, posted on my blog, or in personal contact with uh, people around South Bend, Indiana. I hope that this connection with you all will help me to stick to topics and research that's the most applicable and interesting to you. The second segment will be some pertinent background information that we will need to know to answer that question. This is background on the disease or the arthropod that carries it. Scientific papers are written mostly for scientists to understand, and we usually have to pay by the word when we publish things. So this means there's not a whole lot of background information built into the papers themselves. I'll do the legwork and find this background information for you so that we can all grasp the full story together. The third segment will be a synopsis of a current journal article that addresses the question of the day. We'll dig into the story of how the scientists conducted the experiment, who ran the experiment, who funded the work, exactly what they found, and what the next step in the research might be. I'm hoping to keep these articles as hot off the scientific presses as possible, as in published within the last few weeks or months, but we'll see where the questions take us. I feel that the more information the public has about disease transmission, the better equipped they are to keep themselves and their family safe and to provide them some peace of mind. I hope that the information I share with you will allow you to be better informed on topics from where you plan on going on vacation to who you want to vote for. These issues are obviously very serious, but I hope that you will get three additional things out of them. One, an understanding of disease vectors and how better to protect yourself from them. Two, to see all the creativity, investigation, and discovery that goes into science. Three, to find out a little bit about how science gets funded. To accomplish this, there are going to be a lot of facts flying, so accuracy is going to be vital. I'm a human, and I'm very willing to admit that I can make mistakes. A fellow podcaster, Stephen Gira of the History of the Papacy podcast, has a great philosophy when it comes to accuracy. I quote, This podcast is not exhaustive, and my knowledge on the topic is not all-encompassing by any stretch of the imagination. That is why I love the medium of podcasting. A person who puts out a podcast can get most of what they talk about right, but can also make mistakes. Most of the time, they are small factual errors, but they can also be colossal errors. The beauty of the podcast is that there is the opportunity for nearly instantaneous correction. Most podcasts I have listened to have made errors, and the host corrects them in the next episode or in some other media, such as their blog, Facebook page, Twitter account, or whatever. I think that this is an incredible thing. Your college professors aren't going to correct themselves if they make a mistake. 
the newspapers bury corrections at the bottom of the page if they print them at all. End quote. If you feel that I'm in error, feel free to let me know on my blog or email me anytime. I hope that this honesty will help you keep me accountable, which will, in turn, maintain a very important trust between us. I'm really looking forward to learning about the most up-to-date disease-carrying insect research right alongside you, and I'm really looking forward to hearing your questions as well. Before I sign off, I would like to go over a few terms with you. These are terms I'm likely to be using in the course of the podcast. Scientists are often scolded for not speaking in a way that everyone can understand. This is because our language is very precise, so that we don't have to spend a lot of time agreeing on the definitions before discussing a topic. The downside to this is that we seem to be speaking our own language that even other scientists in different fields don't recognize. I'll do my best to walk the line between being precise and not lapsing into science speak. If I do, feel free to call me out. I'll do a quick run-through of some terms as a review so that we can make sure we're all on the same page. First is vector. Oftentimes when I'm talking to my peers, I get a strange look when I use the word vector. Most people know it as a math term with a rather dry definition of a quantity possessing both magnitude and direction represented by an arrow, the direction of which indicates the direction of the quantity and the length of which is proportional to the magnitude. But the biological definition is an insect or other organism that transmits a pathogen. Pathogen could be something like a fungus or a virus or a bacteria. So when I say vector, the things you can think of are things like mosquitoes, ticks, or body lice. Arthropod. This is a group of organisms that have an external skeleton with jointed legs. It comes from the word arthro, meaning joint, like if you think of arthritis, and pod, meaning foot, uh, think like podiatrist. This includes all insects, so mosquitoes or biting flies, and also arachnids, so ticks and mites, and also crustaceans, things like crabs and crayfish. I say arthropod vector of disease because this includes ticks and mosquitoes, the two groups which transmit most of the diseases that I'll be telling you about. So the next word is PI, or principal investigator. This is the person who's in charge of the experiment, or experiments, that were published. This is usually the most senior scientist that works on the project. Basically, everyone's boss. Often, the person whose laboratory the work is done in. When all of the names of the people who worked on the project are listed, they are listed last, which is actually a distinguished position. Next is first author. This is the person who did the bulk of the work on the experiment, and who knows the most about it. They are called this because their name comes first when all of the authors are listed in a row. Et al. Many times, experiments are conducted by a lot of people all working together. The list of everyone that contributed can be very long. 
one physics paper on a work done at the particle accelerator at CERN actually broke the record at 5,154 authors. So when we say at all, we're basically saying everyone that did work on the project. We say at all after the first author's name. So if I wrote a paper, it would be Forrest Fruscalzo et al. So when I'm talking about a paper, uh, in this context, I'm referring to the document that the scientists who worked on the experiment wrote up. It can be one of two types, either a review or a primary source. Primary source is when the people do an experiment and write down everything that they did, including the results. These papers almost always have six parts. The first part is an abstract. It's like the spoilers of the paper. It is just a little paragraph that includes all of the other sections kind of combined into one, including their results. The next section is the introduction. It provides all the contextual information. This section is where I'm going to get a lot of the background information for the background section of the podcast. The method section is after that. It's a super detailed step-by-step of how they did the experiment so that other scientists later can replicate the experiment. This is where we learn about all the creative ways the investigators put together their tools that they have access to in order to discover something new. This means it is full of nitty-gritty details, so that we'll probably go over this section fairly broadly, unless uh, you specifically ask me to dive into these details. The next section is the results. They are just the results. No interpretation, no speculation, just the hard facts, the actual numbers that they got. Usually in here, there's also a lot of statistical analyses and um, just really hard number works. So we'll also probably be um, a little bit glossing over this section as well. That section after that is the discussion. This is where we get into the possible implications of their finding, the interpretations of their results, and go over possible flaws in their investigative technique. They also talk about what the next steps might be. These last two sections of the paper are where we're going to get our answer to the question of the day. The last section of the paper is the acknowledgments. This has a few different purposes, but for us, the most important thing it tells us is where the funding came from. This often is a point of contention when it comes to scientific integrity and other ethical issues. If you are interested in how science gets funded and how it impacts our work, please check out my blog on the topic at uh, the Tiny Vampires podcast website, which is easy enough, uh, tinyvampires.com. So like I said, there's two kinds of papers. The other kind of paper is called a review, which is when all of the primary source papers are condensed down into one paper. Basically, it's a this is everything we know on a particular topic sort of paper. So, plans for the first episode. Our question for the first episode was sent in by Bryn Alexander, and she asks, Are mosquitoes that carry Zika already in the U.S.? I hear of those who travel and come back with it, but not of the mosquitoes coming here. 
So if you're interested in the answer to that question, please tune in next month. I hope that you found and continue to find this podcast informative. Please visit my blog at tinyvampires.com to see videos, show notes, music credits, and more. Also, please rate and review my podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. I would really appreciate it, and I'm sure to read every single one. If you have any arthropod or disease questions that you'd like to be the question of the day, or if you have any corrections to send me, please then send them to H-F-O-R-R-E-S, the number one, at N-D, like Notre Dame, dot E-D-U. Or post them onto the blog in the Contact Us section. Thank you for listening to me, Raven Forrest Riscalzo, PhD student at the University of Notre Dame and member of the Social Responsibilities of Researchers program and funded by the National Science Foundation. See you next month. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.